So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hi guys, I'm Rachel Lindsay. And I'm Allie Fedotowski-Mano. And you are listening to Bachelor Happy Happy Hour. This is our first podcast. I know, I'm so excited. We've been talking about this for a while. Mm -hmm. This is something that we're really passionate about. And we feel like as two former bachelorettes who have two completely different stories, we've got a lot that we can tell. You've been the success story. I am the failure. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) failure in Bachelor Nation, but not... Outside of Bachelor Not in life. Not in life. I know. I'm so excited about this show, you guys, because I have been a super fan of the show ever since I was The Bachelorette. Uh, it's pretty much a decade ago, 10 years ago now. We're going to have the most exclusive guests on this podcast. No, we're going to have breaking news. We're going to have guests before anyone else gets them on the podcast. We'll be giving mm-hmm. behind the scenes information. Only that two former bachelorettes can give. Oh, yeah. All the behind-the-scenes info. It's funny. One of my followers, um, I posted that I was going to be doing something with Bachelor Nation, and the first thing my follower said was, no, you're always so honest about the episodes on your blog. Don't not be on the podcast. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, This podcast is going to be the truth, the raw truth, all the editing secrets, all the the behind-the-scenes goodies with the producers. We will definitely tell you. I have no filter. I don't know how to do anything but keep it real, and I feel like that's exactly what you're going to get when you listen to to this podcast, so I can't wait. Today's very first podcast is so good. Oh my gosh, there's so much to break down. We're going to have amazing guests on the podcast too. We have Demi, who's Hannah's best friend, and was with her when all the Jed stuff went down. I can't wait to hear what she's going to have to say because Demi always keeps it honest and real. Mm -hmm. Like you. I feel like you guys are like long lost sisters or something. I've loved her for a distance from a long time, so I can't wait to hear what she's going to say. And we've got Peter coming on the show, who we're going to be the first ones to talk to him since after the final rose. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear hear what he's going to say. I have all the questions. You know, we're going to ask him questions that um, maybe aren't TV appropriate that only we can have in this <gasps> no, safe not, space not on Bachelor Happy Hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant naughty things. I'm like, not sweet little Peter's Oh, I'm ears. asking Peter whatever I want. Like, beware. 
but tune in. Well, it's so <laughs> funny because what I can't wait to talk to him about, and we'll get to this in a minute, but is that he's so innocent. He like reminds me of my little brother, but like he's the windmill guy. Yeah. We got to get into that with him. He's the windmill guy. Yeah. Because I want to know how he felt about Hannah revealing that. And, and there's so many other questions to ask him that. But yeah, we definitely have to ask him about the Hannah Jed situation because mm. he lived with Jed. He knows Jed and he can give a different perspective than what we're seeing or what we're reading in magazines. It's hard to be that excited right now because of everything that went down on the live taping of The Bachelorette. I know. I feel like I'm excited. I'm frustrated. I'm confused. I'm upset. I, there are so many emotions going through me right now after watching that finale. I've never seen anything like it before. I think we should save the Jed stuff for the end, though. That's, like, too sad. I can't even get into that right now. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, let's, yeah, let, let's let, start on a light note, right? Because this is the first time that people are listening to us. So let's start on a high note. Let's do it. And I think that high note is uh, one word, and that is Tyler. <laughs> and Hannah. Tyler and Hannah together. Okay. What Sorry, I'm a little bit jealous right now. I'm married with two children, and I'm like, oh, gosh, Hannah and Tyler. Tyler's so hot. We ended the finale with her asking Tyler out on a date, asking him to go have drinks, and he accepted. Are we about to have our first fight, Rachel? Is that what you're telling me? We're about to have our first fight. (laughs) All right, well, let's see if our our opinions differ. Um, My thoughts were... I'm happy for them. Okay. I'm happy for them. I think that if they are able to make this relationship work after him sort of being her second choice, um, I'm happy if they can do that. Do I think that's probable? Probably not. Um, But I wish them the best. That's sort of where I sort of come out on all of that. Okay. I'm going to do a a compliment sandwich here. Okay. So I'm going to start off with something positive, but I'm going to stuff it with some negativity. (laughs) I think that's going to be the meat of it. I love that it ended on a high note because I really do feel sorry for Hannah and all of this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have enjoyed a great season. There have been a lot of highs and lows and it has been extremely entertaining, but at the expense of Hannah and her emotions. And so it was nice to see her smiling and laughing and and so flirty with Tyler. I appreciated that, okay? Mm-hmm. That's one that's one side of the All bread. Right. Now what's now stuff the bad in the stuff. sandwich? I think there have to be lessons learned from this whole journey that she's had. And one of those is to kind of go through this in a logical way. Don't just lead with your heart, lead with your emotions. Don't become infatuated and get caught up in the moment. You really have to think things through and take your time. And so I I really hope that she does that with Tyler, but I agree with you. I just don't see that that can actually happen. At the same time, for Tyler, it's like she didn't pick you. She said she was in love with someone else. That didn't work out. Now I want to talk to you. Is he just caught up in the emotion of things right now? To answer two, both your kind of points is one, the stuff about being caught up in the moment. I don't think this was a spur of the moment decision. I think they've been texting. I think they've been in contact. I mean, when she came up on that stage or he came up rather, that was not the first time that they have talked since the show. Come on. I agree with you. I don't think that's the first time they've talked. I think that it was not a spur of the moment thing for her. I think he was caught off guard. If you saw his face, he kind of was like, I mean, yeah, we can have a drink and catch up. You know, he didn't say I'm all in. Let's get this whole thing started. He wasn't really on the same page as her. Now, to, to end this with another positive note. I'm not mad at it because that knocks Tyler out of the running for Bachelor and I can keep promoting Mike. <laughs> oh my okay, now Mike Mike steps it up again. You know, I'm, I'm for this. Ra- Rachel's for Mike. I'm for Peter. So we're going to also argue about that a little Argument bit on this number podcast. Two. <laughs> Fight number two. And we're only a few minutes into the podcast. Um, no, but also another point, though, I'm going to actually bring in some, a whole other aspect. The fact that he's the runner-up, her second choice, really, um, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing for the chances of their relationship. I mean, look at Ari and Lauren. Mm, Like, they just had a baby. And she was by far his second choice. Oh, Allie, I think it's apples and oranges because he made a conscious decision to, yes, he chose Becca, but he made the conscious decision to end it and then go after Lauren. You're right, you're right. That's not what, Hannah didn't make the choice to end it. Hannah was, you know, duped. You know, she was she was dating or was engaged to somebody who turned out to be a completely different person. By default, she has decided to go back to Tyler. It's not by choice. I, no, I'm definitely um, with you there. Um, there is 
obviously so much we could talk about, but I feel like we really need to go all the way back to the beginning and really oh, rehash yes. like how we got to this point. I feel like you've had some interesting feel. You always tell it like it is, Rachel. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I, I feel like that's why we bonded even when we first met. Yes. Um, and you weren't totally thrilled with Hannah becoming The Bachelor. Is that right? Yes. And I'm glad you asked me that question because I really want to clear that up. The reason I said I wasn't thrilled, one, I was caught off guard on the red carpet, which should never happen. But two, because I had been such a proponent for an older bachelorette, mm-hmm. I wasn't really into I never thought they would reach back and pick number seven, eight, whatever Hannah was. I right. just was more of like, you know what? Let's do for the women what they've been doing for the men. You know, for The Bachelor, they've gone back and they've picked older bachelors. So mm-hmm. why not do it for the women? That is all I meant by that. But I will say, in watching Hannah, you can see the progression of Hannah during her season. Mm -hmm. And I feel like The Bachelor, everybody has their own journey. Let's go ahead and start using these Bachelor cliches. This is Bachelor happy hour, so why not? (laughs) But everyone has their own journey, whether that be a journey of love, whether that be a journey of heartache, or whether Mm -hmm. that just be a a journey of self-awareness and learning who you are. And that's what I feel like we're getting from Hannah. Mm -hmm. You can see that in episode nine, she is not the same Hannah that gave Luke P. the first impression, Rose. Absolutely not. And or even the same Hannah that said, stay in your lane. Exactly. Yeah. And I have enjoyed watching Hannah come into her own. Yeah. So you heard it here first. I have no problems with Hannah B. <laughs> None whatsoever. And I truly have enjoyed watching her season. I've I found it quite entertaining. I thought it's been so good. And yeah. I just, I think too, after Colton's season, I thought, okay, you know, every season we hear Chris Harrison and Chris Harrison fashion say, this is the most dramatic season ever. And it just keeps being true. Like yeah. he, before he would say it, and it was never really true for a while. Sorry, Chris. But it was like, oh, okay, that was the same as the last season. The last few seasons, it has been like, oh my gosh, it really is the most dramatic season ever. And I think this really is too, because this season is completely different because we... No, I mean, I'm trying to think back right now, but has there ever been a season before where they're just like completely done? I mean, I'm thinking all the way back to Jason Mesnick's season where it was like him and Melissa breaks up with Melissa. This is way OG, guys. This is where you're going to get the difference between me and Rachel. I'm the OG. I'm going to talk about like seasons back with Jason Mesnick. So if you're... And I've never heard of these people. No, what? (laughs) Just kidding. I know who Jason Mesnick is. uh, We met him at the Bachelorette reunion. But there are differences because... Like you said, you've been a fan of the show. I wasn't. I did not watch the show until I was on the show. Mm -hmm. And now I've fallen in love with it and it worked for me. He really did take away this experience from her. He did. Do you think he did? Oh, what's that? What's that? (laughs) You guys can't see her face right now, but there's uh, some some skepticism there. Let me also just say that when you hear me pause, it's probably because I'm taking a drink because this is Bachelor Happy Hour. <laughs> so we do want you to drink responsibly, but we also do want you to drink with us. So <laughs> yeah. we, we do drink throughout the podcast as we should. Happy Hour is the best hour. So mm-hmm. please make sure you join us during this yeah. hour. And we Bottoms don't discriminate. Up. You know, actually, we'll, well, we kind of do discriminate on The Bachelor. It's mostly champagne. But we have wine in here today. We do have but wine. Maybe we should have had champagne. First episode? We're going to change it up. We're going to change it up each time. Yeah. All right. And, and we'll do things different. All the time. Okay. Okay. Do I think that Jed took this experience away from Hannah? Yes and no. Um, Ooh, do you think she took it away from herself? Is no, I don't think that she, that's what I said about the progress progression of Hannah. She has had a journey and maybe it didn't end the way that she thought, but she, he didn't take anything away from her. Look at how Hannah has grown. I mean, when Hannah started her season, Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, she can't form a sentence. Oh, my gosh, she can't she can't express herself. Then she stands there and tells Luke P off better than I could have done myself. And I and I think that I could tell somebody off in two seconds. <laughs> That's a really good compliment. Coming I from thought you. it was well thought out. She made such good points. It was passionate and it, it, it had purpose. And that is a Hannah that if you weren't behind her before you were behind her after that. So he. Jed did not take that away from Hannah. Hannah really found herself throughout this season. So that's why I say no. Yes, in the sense that her goal obviously was to find her person at the end of this, and she didn't because she was bamboozled kind of by Jed. The other thing I think about that is Jed told her how he came onto the season. Um, It's not just that he changed his mind. It's the whole purpose of him wanting to be on the show. He came on the show to deceive her. That is a hard pill for me to swallow. I couldn't see past that if I was on The Bachelorette and a guy told me, hey, I came here to deceive you, but actually I've fallen in love with you. But I, I don't, don't know believe that he necessarily 
came to he deceive did. her. He came to help his music career. Actually, you know what? Not you to talk about it. Now, the girlfriend thing, that makes him. When, but when he told her about the music, she didn't know about the girlfriend. Like, knowing about the girlfriend, yes, he came there to deceive her. But just the music, like, I came on the show just when I was on The Bachelor. I went on just to have a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I really, most people I've talked to from the show, I'm curious what you have to say, when they sign up to go on the show as a contestant. So not as The Bachelorette. That's different. At that point, you know it works and you're looking for love because you know yeah. it can work. But as a contestant, I went on thinking like, I'm going to go for, I, I worked at Facebook at the time. It was a whole storyline when I was on The Bachelor. I left to go back to my job. I remember telling my boss, I'll be gone for like two weeks and then I I'll come the back. the same thing. I thought I was going to go have some fun, have some drinks, sit by the pool, get eliminated pretty early because I just didn't think I'd be there that long. And things changed when I got there. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I can find love. Oh my gosh. I can, um, you know, get, you know, get a relationship out of this. And I think now I try to put myself in Jed's shoes. My thing with Jed is when Jed sat there and told Hannah, hey, um, so blah, 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 I came on here for music first. He prefaced it by giving this whole soliloquy about how music is his life and he has loved music before he could even walk. And his grandparents were in it, his his. I think it was his father's. One of his parents is into music and music is just so a part of his family and it means so much to him. You're 25. So for 25 years, that has been your world. And you're telling me that is why you came on the show for your world. What has been so crucial for you for 25 years and all of a sudden out of from eight days, you're going to put that aside for a girl you don't know who's dating 20 plus other men. Get out of here. I would not have been able to unsee it. Uh, I, I, I see what you're saying. I do, but well, I do. Well, obviously, I was <laughs> right, and you're gonna have to beep bleep that out. But I'm sorry. Obviously, I will give I you that. Right. I will give you that. And for that, I think I'm gonna pour myself a little bit more wine. Okay, before we go on, we got to talk about Peter. He's gonna be calling in in a few minutes. This guy's always on a plane somewhere, so we had to like get him in between flights to come on the show. We're like, please, just call in. <laughs> I adore Peter. I was so heartbroken. You You don't like him? Oh my. Rachel, you must be the only person out there that doesn't like him. I don't dislike Peter. I don't dislike Peter at all. I think that Peter's like, mm, I don't know, Magoo. Magoo? Like, Mr. (laughs) Magoo. (laughs) I just don't think that there's, I think Peter is so sweet. And he seems cute. You know, I've even joked that I think he's got, like, the haircut of a toddler. I think that he seems like a really sweet boy. Peter is no longer going to be a guest on the podcast. He just called in and said he's not talking to us. But I'm not, like, swept off my feet when it comes to Peter. I think that Peter seems so sweet and so nice. But I don't—I'm very indifferent. I don't don't sway either way when it comes to Peter. I guess that's my thing. I'm not caught up in the Peter craze. I love him. I just think he's so sweet. He's so—and what I liked about him, though, you had—did you had to have seen this on the show? That he's, like, kind of, like, been really dorky all season. He, like— I love dorks. Magoo. Dorks are my jam. My husband's a big dork and I love him for it. Um, So, (laughs) love you, babe. I'm probably going to be in trouble for saying that later. But, um, you know, he's been awkward. He, like, awkwardly threw her on the pool table and, like, hit his head off the lamp and then awkwardly laid her down in the sauna. And every time I I would laugh out loud watching Peter try to make out with Hannah. It was the best. Um, But after the fantasy suite, after the windmill... That was a new Peter. I mean, he had this confidence. He He was like, this is my girl. Like, I was like, that is the Peter that, like, is hot. Like, that is, like, that's a hot Peter. He said (laughs) mic drop after his fantasy suite date. So that that bubble was burst real quick when she didn't give him a rose. Like, he had to question what he did in that windmill because, obviously, he thought he sealed the deal. And it really was his plane ticket home. Yeah, and I would think, well, maybe something happened. I just think she described him as his kin, as her kin doll, and I just think that yeah. he was, he was. A, there's nothing wrong with him. He's great on paper. I think it was this when I when I really started to like Peter. It was during his hometown, and then when I, like I stepped back, I thought, oh wait, you really just loved his family. It wasn't that you were so into him. Like he's just a good guy, a great package, but he just doesn't have that mm, factor, you know. Well, it seems like now is a good time to call him. <laughs> hey, Peter. <laughs> so I think we should do that. Let's go ahead and dial him up. You got his number? Yeah. All right, let's, call let's do it. Hey, 
Peter, welcome to our podcast. Oh my gosh, we're so excited to talk to you. Hey guys, yeah, I'm uh, I'm stoked to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you so much for being here and talking to us. This is our very first podcast. It's called Bachelor Happy Hour. Um, we're oh, so happy okay. to have you on it. So thank you for nice. being here, but also you're welcome because you're about to have such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm looking forward to it. Let's do it. All right, so we have so many questions, so I say we just get into this. So, Peter, oh my gosh, my heart broke when everything happened, when P- Hannah said goodbye to you. You've got to walk us through that. I mean, you had to have been blindsided in that moment. Yeah, um, yeah, that was, a, that was a rough day for sure. Um, you know, I remember going into, so I was the first fantasy suite uh, date uh, for that week in Greece, and um, so I had a kind of a week to, you know, just play everything back in my head and just, you know, think about everything. And I remember feeling so, so confident and so secure in what we had um, right after that. That day was amazing. The whole night, everything about it was was just so amazing. Our relationship, I truly felt, you know, was on that next level. And that was, you know, that was my person. Um, so I remember going to that ceremony, still feeling very, very confident, had a little bit of nerves, but just feeling so good about it all and then you know she calls Jed's name and and there's one more rose there and you know obviously the nerves are starting to pick up but I still felt really good about it and then and then she uh, you know says Tyler's name and and I just remember like going into complete shock and just being completely blindsided just didn't expect that whatsoever I remember just kind of I felt like I had no emotion and and then she you know Hannah asked if she could, you know, walk me out and talk a little bit. And we, we sat down and, and talked. But I just remember, again, I, I was in so much shock that I couldn't even, I didn't even think to ask her, you know, why, what happened. And just in that moment, I, I my brain wasn't processing that. It just was like, wow, this is, this is it. Like, this is done. The relationships, it's over now. Um, I and mean, then I, I saw that car come up. Yeah. And yeah. it was just all the emotion flooded out. Well, where did you think you ranked? Like, I mean, did you think you were her number one or were you like, oh, maybe like I know Jed and her are really close. Like, how did you feel about that? Like where you were in terms of all the guys? Yeah, I, I knew that, you know, she had solid relationships with, with Jed. Um, I, I'd seen that, you know, just from the, the couple of group dates that I was on and, and same with Tyler. So um, I knew she had solid relationships with them, but I, after that date that we had, and just you know, waking up the next morning and saying bye to her, I had zero doubt that that it was me and her. So that's kind of just what made it so hard, and and you know, just kind of blindsided me from it. Well, you, we all, we know all about your fantasy suite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter. I mean, let's oh, let's talk baby. about it, right? Because Hannah did. Hannah talked about yeah. it, and I just have to ask you, how did you feel? with Hannah outing you about the details of your fantasy suite. Now, I know we don't know everything, <laughs> but she did kind of put yeah. it out there. And I'm sure before asking for your permission. So how did that make you feel? Yeah, she did. Um, I think uh, I think it's definitely apparent that Hannah and I put the windmill on the map now. But um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it, I wasn't expecting it just because, you know, obviously there's, you know, it's a very intimate experience and, you know, with that privacy, usually the details don't come out, but um, kind of watching it back and seeing why it came out and what caused her to, to do that, it made sense to me. And honestly, there was no hard feelings there. Um, I understand being in a heated, heated moment like that, things slip, you say things, and that's exactly what happened and with her. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm very comfortable, you know, with my sexuality and talking about sex like that. So I'm not, I think I'm, I guess, the anti-Luke in that regard. But um, it was, yeah, it is what it is. And yes, the whole world knows now, but. Um, and windmills really... will never be the same. No one will ever <laughs> look at a windmill be... the same way again. People, people have <laughs> yeah. shirts I'm seeing now with it. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah but... Peter, we know you're comfortable. We remember the condoms in the car, in the console. <laughs> okay, but okay. I... That's... Yo, you want to address that? Yeah. You want to address that too? No, no, no. That was just, that was an honest mistake. I truly forgot. I didn't have my car for like two months. Hey, I forgot all about that. Safety first. No, I'm all it about great. it, Peter. Safety first. <laughs> but I have to ask you go. because we all, we all fell in love with your parents and, and just your family in general. You guys were, were fantastic. You had such a great bond. What did your family think about all this talk about you and the windmill and <laughs> Hannah? I mean, was it a little embarrassing for them? Um, I mean, 
Honestly, yeah, it was, it was probably a little bit uncomfortable. You don't expect your your private life like that to just be displayed to the world and then and then possibly watch an episode with your parents where some of that stuff comes out. But they were honestly they were they were so great about it. Yes, it, it could have been very awkward and it, I guess like I said, it was a little bit uncomfortable, but um, you know, they were cool about it. They were just, you know, making making fun about it a little bit and um they didn't take it too seriously. So um my family's always been very, very supportive and uh yeah, it was it was all good. All right, Peter, but your buddies had to be like four times. Heck yes, not once, Pete, but four times. In all seriousness, you know, uh, we can have a lot of fun talking about the windmill, but you did get let go after all of that talk about the windmill. So for me, what how I sort of took it as a viewer watching is I was thinking, okay, let's reverse gender roles here. Let's say it was The Bachelor talking about, you know, the windmill with a girl and then letting her go home. That's hurtful to me. Like that must've really, really been hurtful to you. Um, it was, it, it definitely was, um, being, yeah, I guess being completely honest, it, it did mess with me a little bit. Um, just cause that was such an amazing you know night for us. And, um, I really, it, yeah, it hurt. It, yeah. it was tough and it took me a while to kind of process it and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you know, it's Hannah had her reasons. She followed her heart. That's what she told us she was going to do from the very beginning. And for whatever, whatever reason, you know, it wasn't me and she didn't feel it with me. Um, so, you know, it's, that's not a reason for her to keep me just because of, of the one mail and, and that one amazing night we had. But see, this is um, why I love you. You are so sweet. They, they are real feelings. And, but one thing I will say is, you know, with Hannah and being, I can't even imagine being in her position. Just that's gotta be so much more difficult balancing multiple relationships. not just me looking at just one. Um, if, if that's what she felt like she needed to do, if that's, you know, she had every right to pursue her each relationship in whatever way she wanted to do. And, um, Yes, obviously there's true feelings there and, and my heart, you know, was broken at the end of this and, and whatnot. But if that's what she, she felt like she needed for her relationship to, to make decisions or whatnot, and obviously int- intimacy is, you know, a very important part of a relationship, that's her call and she's entitled to do that and, and it, it is what it is. Well, good. Since you have no regrets, uh, do you want to be the next <laughs> Bachelor? Let's talk about it. <laughs> be the next Bachelor. Oh, Why man. not? Peter, yeah. I am all for about. Peter being the next bachelor. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I appreciate that. Um, yes, I, the, the short answer is I would, I would love that. Absolutely. I, I've you know been through this experience. I I know it works. I've fallen in love. I've spent you know about two months traveling the world, going on amazing experiences, and just truly getting to know someone and and falling in love with them. So, absolutely, I know it works. There's no reason I wouldn't want to you know pursue it as the bachelor and then hope, you know, at the end, I, I can find my person finally and, um, and have an amazing time doing it. So yes, if that's offered hundred percent. Can so, I just say, I appreciate you saying that because sometimes people like beat around the bush. Oh, I'm not sure. I I'm open know. to no. finding love again. Yeah. No, you know, you want to be <laughs> the next be lead. With you guys. Yeah. You know, I, good works, for you, so Peter. Own it. Yeah. But how <laughs> do you feel about Hannah now? Like, have you completely moved on? Being very honest with you guys, I wasn't a hundred percent over over the whole relationship. I needed to get some answers from her and um and just some closure. And so I definitely needed that. But you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot better after having that opportunity to see her and kind of closing closing that chapter and you know, hopefully moving on to, to another one and and uh you know, hopefully the best is yet to come, you know. So Peter, you really seem like your whole heart was in all of this. Um, you know, you could see the emotion, you could see that you were very sincere and very honest and just all in. There was never a question about your loyalty to Hannah throughout this season. When you watched the season back and you saw Jed sit there and say that he came on for the wrong reasons, what was your initial thought about that? Um, you know, he was being honest. Uh, you know, that's... obviously that's that's kind of it's a weird thing you know you yes I came on this show this wasn't going to help my job whatsoever I I you know wasn't looking for anything else besides just the opportunity you know to 
to meet my person and being the hopeless romantic I was, this was the, the craziest and most amazing opportunity to do that. So I took it. Um, and yes, that was my main thing going into the show. And, and then hearing that from Jed, you know, it's teach his own. He had his reasons, but I also know Jed and Jed is a good person. And I had a lot of talks with Jed in the house. Um, and I know his feelings for Hannah were very, very true and genuine. And obviously their relationship really, really took off and, you know, they fell in love with each other. And, um, you know, I 100% buy that. So, you know, I love Peter that you're sharing what he said to you, you know, cause we just see the outside and we're like, does he really have feelings for her? Is he sort of playing it up? And so I love that, you know, you shared with us that he sat down with you and like told you how he was feeling about her. Yeah, no, I, I remember, I remember being in the mansion one of the first, it was after his first date, we were on, uh, yeah, after the Mr. Right, and he came back, and he was, like, just raving about it. You could just see the glow in his face, and he was just, just it was just me and him. We were doing laundry upstairs, and he was like, dude, this, this girl's amazing. And yeah. I hadn't really had an opportunity to go on a date with her yet, but I knew what I had seen from the little I had interaction I'd had with her, and I was just so excited to, to start getting to know her. And, yeah, I like I said, I know Judd is a great dude, and his feelings were very, very true for her. I, I want someone that, you know, wants me just as badly as I want them. And I, I wouldn't want Hannah to have wanted me just because she found out, you know, this truth about Jed. And then she realized, okay, now, now I'll go to Peter. I that's think that's happened. a perfect answer. You're so right. You want somebody to love you so unconditionally and intensely that it doesn't matter the outside what's going on. Yeah, with other I, don't, I don't want any other factor having anything to do with that. I just want me and that person to just have such an amazing connection that that's all that matters. And that's why we both choose each other. Oh, Peter, I want that for you too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one funny thing I will say, it's, this is hilarious. No one probably knows about the windmill. Um, I feel actually really bad about it, but Hannah and I, so when we were in it, before we, you know, went upstairs, there was this little chocolate strawberry set up there for us to eat some champagne. We're sitting downstairs and we start throwing, I think they actually showed it at one of the ends of the episodes of me and her trying to throw it in each other's mouth um, and try to catch it. But the chocolate had started to melt. And so we got really sticky in our fingers and we couldn't really throw it right. So these strawberries were going everywhere in the windmill and getting everywhere. And so the next morning uh, when we're leaving, one of the producers comes to me and is like, yo, Peter, you guys destroyed that windmill. That, there was some like antique rugs that were on the bottom oh of the floor there that we were sitting on. That all those strawberries and the chocolate had melted all over and just essentially <gasps> destroyed all of it. And he's like... They're okay with it. They're okay with it. But just, just let you guys know, I'm like, oh my God, I feel horrible. But it was just kind of a funny little inside thing that, that happened there. I oh, thought you Peter. were going somewhere else with that when you said like chocolate. I thought you were going to say like chocolate on the sheets and somebody thought you guys <laughs> oh, like sure had an accident in bed. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, but it was a little funny. Peter, with all the attention that you, you all gave that windmill, I'm sure they made their money four or five times over. Oh, I think so. It's on Airbnb. Yeah, yeah they're doing just fine. So. Couples that are, uh, you know, wanting to respark the relationship have booked <laughs> that windmill That's out right. for the next five years. There you go. Yeah. As Peter would say, mic drop. <laughs> mic drop, baby. There we go. Like oh, Peter, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking with us. And we just wish the best for you. Thanks, Peter. Wow, thank you so, so much, guys. I really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Bye. All right, bye. All right, guys, still to come, we are going to get into everything that happened on After the Final Rose. And whew, a lot happened there. And we're going to get to talk to Demi. She was one of the first people that Hannah talked to when she got the news that Jed has a girlfriend. But first, we got to talk about Tyler. Oh, please. I will talk about Tyler all day long because I adore him. Tell me you adore Tyler. I know you don't, like... Peter wasn't your fave. I but like come Peter. On. I just said he wasn't for me. I do like Tyler. I think a lot of people, when they first saw Tyler, they immediately summed him up. And I feel like that that's probably what he goes through a lot. He's very good looking. He's athletic. He played sports. You immediately just think he's a jock and he's a player. I didn't put those labels on Tyler. Oh, really? Yeah. I did. I have to admit, I did. From the beginning, there was something about him that I just thought seemed very sincere. He just seemed like, you know what? I'm going to be very honest in this experience. And if I feel Hannah, then I'm going to go with that. And that's what I got from him the entire time. Hmm. I never doubted Tyler at all. See, I didn't even notice him at first. I just thought, oh, you're right. You're right. He, I mean, I hate to say this, but I thought some jock. Like, I honestly thought, like, oh, he doesn't, he's emotionally. Um, n not intelligent, emotionally, yeah, not intelligent. Like 
And oh my gosh, was I wrong. One of my followers is who pointed it out to me. She was like, oh my gosh, no, Hannah and Jet or Hannah and Tyler are going to end up together. And I was like, what? And then I started looking and I was like, not only do they have this crazy connection. And I think Hannah herself even said it started a little bit later, but he is so in tune with his emotions and feelings. And every single time he spoke, he blew me away. And I think what blew me away the most was his love for Hannah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he loved her. That's because he's been through some things. He's been through mm-hmm. some life experiences and that makes you mature really fast. And so yes, although he was young, I think he's 25, 26, 25, mm-hmm. he's been through some things that have made him grow up faster. Um, but I'm still stuck on you saying you don't remember him. Do you not remember in his package when he was dancing around like a broke, oh. off, footloose? I do remember that. And I funny. remember, I-, I think I tweeted that it was the straight to movie version. no I do remember that but I remember thinking like this guy's kind of like a joke like not in a bad way like kind of just being silly a joke not not like a joke like Like a John Paul Jones yeah yeah like a John Paul Jones that's what I thought when Mm -hmm. I saw that and honestly until you just said that I didn't even know that that was Tyler I thought that was like even somebody else it's just my opinion of him and my perception of him changed so much and I'm so glad it did honestly it taught me a lesson the way that Tyler affected us and we he made a big impression on us and we're rooting for Tyler and he was definitely a front runner he obviously affected Hannah's parents the exact same way Mm -hmm. and so I'm very curious with you how I know how my hometowns went when when the guys had to meet my family but when it was your hometown were the guys were your parents leaning more to one guy than the other were you against their decision Well, my top two, one was a guy from Massachusetts, Cape Cod, Chris Lampton, who I'm from Massachusetts. So my family obviously loved him. And they just talked about New England sports and all was all was well. But they knew the second they saw the guy ended up with Roberto that they could tell just seeing me who I was into. Yeah, I really related to Hannah's experience with the parents liking one person, like Hannah's parents like Tyler, and they really were harder on Jed. Um, Like, it's no secret when Brian came home to meet my family. My family was very hard on him, and they were much more receptive to Peter. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, you know, I I didn't have the struggle that Hannah had, but I totally understand it. Maybe at 24 I would have, but at the time I was 32, and I was just like— I know him way better than you do, Mm -hmm. and you're only knowing maybe what you're reading or maybe, you know, just a first impression isn't good. But I I totally understood what Hannah was going through. It was actually my dad who liked Brian, who you never saw on camera. That was like the big mystery. My dad met all the guys off camera. My dad really liked Brian, and he was the one with Peter who was like, "Mm -mm, something's not right. The ends don't match up. That's what that's what he kept saying to me. He was like, something's off, something's not right. That and I was so like, actually, that's what something that I've been feeling, but blah, 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 whatever. I totally understand your parents, your parents having a huge influence when it comes to the decision that you're making when you're at that point. Because you get this, you're in this bubble, and then all of a sudden you get to meet people who are outside of it. And you're like, okay, they're gonna keep it real. They're gonna tell me the truth. They're not inside of this. I am so like itching to hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. And so Hannah was sitting there like, okay, they're going to like knew. both. She knew that they weren't going to like well, Jed. And that's we my beef. We talk about Jed, though. And that's my beef with, with Hannah, though. She, she didn't do Jed any favors. She set it up for mm-hmm. them not to like him. I mean, let's talk about that a little bit. First of all, with Jed, because we have to talk about Jed because obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened last night. Um... I I always thought it was Jed from the get-go. Even when the spoilers out there said it wasn't, it said that it was Tyler, like, from the very first episode. Did you really? Yeah. Tell go, me why. Go to my blog right from the beginning. I think my very first blog, if not second, maybe my first one, I said, nope, it, it's going to be Jed in the end. She just, you. This, it was just the way she looked at him. The way she was, like, so giddy around him, looked at him. I got to go back and read exactly what I said because I know there were certain things I picked up on. And then she has even said throughout the the process she has said you know from the very get-go you know i you know jed has i've cared about jed jed has been a front runner i don't know if she used those exact words but in every time she said that like i knew it wasn't going to be tyler as soon as basically at the beginning of last night's episode because she kept saying how slow they were to progress and how it was jed from the beginning and i think you do really know i can't remember did brian get your first impression rose yes yeah i mean you know at least if you're top two, top three, they're the first night, I dare to say. Did you not? I didn't know who my top 
people were. I, I definitely knew Brian was because I gave him a first impression yeah. rose, but I didn't have like my top four people filled out. Like I was kind of guessing, I had my but top I really two. didn't know until the first week. Yeah. Um, it ended up who I gave the first date to and then first impression were top two. But at the time, I really didn't know that. But I just I really thought it was Tyler until the very last date. And I truly believe for Jed, it was a fairy tale. You know, he sings and you guys can't see me, but I'm using air quotes. He plays the <laughs> guitar. He writes songs. He wrote a song for her. They recorded a song together. He came to her balcony in the middle of the night and he played music for her, which was a very generic song. It could have been about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um I'll just say that. But then he, you know, and then in the proposal, he writes a song for her. Oh, I can sing it better than I can than I can tell you, you know, so I'm going to sing you a song. Mm. I just think it was very romantic. And Tyler was just easy. He was too good to be true. Well, in the end, Jed won. And I'm also using air quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, He used that term or like he went around telling his friends he won. I didn't Um, fault him for that, actually. That's a very common thing people say. People say that. Brian said that too sometimes like it comes along with journey and you remind me of home and you're my person and all these other terms that people People use use. like what you know I won it doesn't mean that you're thinking of this person as a prize I guess it depends on how he he said said it it's not it looks bad now yeah it looks bad now but I guess it, it is how he said it was he like oh yeah I won like whatever with his boys or it was like oh my gosh yeah I won I'm with Hannah now it's great you know there's But I got Hannah. I don't like it either, but that wasn't like a deal breaker for me. All right. So let's talk about when Jed and Hannah sat down and talked about the girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, his excuse. Oh, I just, yeah, her family had bought us this vacation and we went and had this vacation together. And yeah, I told her I loved her. But I mean, it was so bad. You had days to prepare what you were going to say. And this is a woman that you love. I think I wanted more from him. And maybe he's just a laid back and chill guy. But at this point, you are fighting for your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's not just boyfriend and girlfriend. This is your fiance. This is somebody for months you've been planning how you're going to spend the rest of your life and your future together. And I just didn't feel like he was fighting enough for her and for what they had. A hundred. I could not agree with you more, Rachel. It's like there was nothing there. And I know he doesn't have this huge personality. I mean, he has no offense to him, but he's been a bit of a dud until that guitar comes out. Honestly. Yeah. He just doesn't know how to express himself. Right. But I, you're right. This is the woman you love that you were engaged to and Mm -hmm. you messed up. Like I can forgive him honestly for all that it's messed up up what he did don't get me wrong but if he was on his knees in tears I love you I yes I was with this other girl I did tell her I loved her I didn't know what love was until I met you I am so sorry like and just to see any emotion come out of him it just sounded like he was making excuses for himself 100% to try to save face did did, were you okay with what he did? Like, if you were in that situation, because that, that's what I kept thinking. Like, that easily could have happened to us because we're both former bachelorettes. If you had been Hannah and you had been sitting there and that is the person that walked in and that mm-hmm. is what he said to you, would you have taken him back? Yeah, if I felt it was love. Like, I'm really excited because we're going to find out exactly what Hannah was feeling when she first found out the news. And that is because one of Hannah's best friends, who was actually with well, actually not with her. She was the first person she talked to when the news broke is here. That's right. Demi is here with us right now. We cannot wait to hear what she has to say. Oh, my gosh, Demi. Welcome. Welcome to Happy Hour. Hi. Cheers. Demi, Cheers. we're so excited to have you on the podcast. First of all, I've been waiting to meet you for a very long time. Same. I have. I so didn't know each other. No, we're both from Dallas and we've never met. I've been dreaming of meeting Rachel. Listen, it's I'm a big done. deal. For She's me. my favorite. Uh, yay. <laughs> love it. No, okay. I love Rachel so much. I'm very excited to be here with you. Well, we are so happy you are here because there's so much to talk about. Okay, first, before we get into everything that happened with Jed, um, let's talk about the, the three guys, right? From the at the end of the season. What mm-hmm. were your thoughts of them? I mean, being Hannah's best friend, were you like, did you know when you met all the guys, like those are gonna be her top three? Tyler the second that I saw him announced for the cast, I was like, he is so hot. And I was like, he is he's going to kill it this season. And I told her at one point, I was like, save him for me. (laughs) And obviously she didn't. And then she told me a lot about like, you know, all of the guys that were in her final three and how much she liked all of them. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard for her to make a decision. Yes. And I'd actually like to take it back from the beginning because I'll be honest, like I always am. I've never liked Jed. 
from the moment that he told her that he was there initially from for his music career, that was always a huge red flag for me. And so you're a very outspoken person. So from the beginning, when he said that to her and he dropped that bomb to her, what was your impression of Jet? You know, I would have taken what he said and I would have valued it more if he wouldn't have sang a song every every week in the beginning. It was just constantly about his music. And that's kind of where I was done with Jed at that point. I'm with you on that. Like, I didn't actually mind that he told her. I liked that he told her. I thought it was 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 genuine. Because, Mm -hmm. but Rachel, did you, I guess, let me ask both of you. When you went on the show as a contestant, not Rachel as the Bachelorette, did you go on to find love? My answer is no. I went on to have a good time. I went on to drink, like go to LA, sit by a pool. And then when I was started having feelings for The Bachelor, I was like, oh my gosh, this can work. What bothers me with Jed is that you have to look at the underlying theme of his reasoning for coming on the show. He is deceitful. He came on the show to deceive her. Period. Point blank, Mm -hmm. period. There hadn't been that much time that had passed when he talks about his love of music and all of a sudden it's been seven or eight days and now you're feeling Hannah all of a sudden. I have a problem with that. When I think of his motive for coming on the show, how far was he willing to take that? What if he didn't turn turn his feelings around and start liking her a certain way? That is what I have such a deep-rooted issue with. And the fact that his family was asking or Mm -hmm. talking about his music career and like asking how's it going to work with his music career. It all seems to be revolving around the career that he wanted to get out of this. Yeah. And I agree before the show. But then I think he came on the show and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm falling for this girl. Like, I do think his feelings are real. Okay, but then don't you think at that point and this is my other thing. Okay, it's out there now. Mm -hmm. Right. You've put it out there. You came on here for music. Now you're about her. I want to never see the guitar again. Right? Exactly. Don't play exactly. another song. Don't show us you're a songwriter. Don't play a song in the finale. I think his quote was, um, you know, I'm not good with my words, so but here's, a, he here's a song. That's, that's all he is. Oh, that's not who he is. That's, that's just all he such is. a big part of who he is. I, I think he could use a little help in the personality department. <laughs> I wish he could have just had, a, like, one instance where he made a big, like, notion with her, like something really exciting and fun that wasn't about his music. Every time it was a song. Every time it was about his music. Even like, you know, in the beginning he was doing his music a lot. Then he takes her to hometowns. He does more but music that's his stuff. Life in hometowns. That's what he does. He's showing her in his world. Like this. I know, but after he confesses, then they wrote a song together. And obviously, Hannah's not a singer. That She's gonna not into try, that. He's gonna try to put that song on <laughs> iTunes. I hope he does. I think he should. I think that if we hadn't heard him sing until he got to hometowns, it would have been a little bit different. But we that saw the dates. Yes. He was singing yeah. out of her bal- on her balcony. And I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. He's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. He's really not that good. Maybe maybe if he was out here singing like somebody else and sweeping me off my feet, I would think something different. But it wasn't that good. And I, I got tired of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm look, I, I I gave him the benefit of the doubt the entire season, but I definitely at Takes the end. Sip. Yeah. I need to drink up that wine. Definitely at the end. I mean, my feelings for him completely changed, especially let's talk about the girlfriend thing, the conversation they had. Yes. Because when that news broke, you know, I'm always writing about the show because I write it on my blog. When that news broke, I was like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because it's a one-sided story. I want to hear his side before I make a decision. We kind of heard his, we did hear his side on the show. What? So tell us, Debbie, when when Hannah first found out and she like had that first phone call, called you, what was she thinking? What was on her mind? It was really, essentially, it was about the fact that he had ruined her experience for her because she was one of the most serious contestants on The Bachelor. She was very serious about getting married. She became The Bachelorette, and I knew that she'd be perfect for it because she actually wants to be married. She believes in this, and she's ready for it. Mm -hmm. And so she just felt like her experience got ruined. And, you know, a lot of it, too, is like she thought Tyler was going to be a huge player because he's so hot, and that's kind of what we all expect from Mm -hmm. him. And then she finds out that she was with the biggest player of them all, someone who had a girlfriend. That must have been so hard for her. Like, how was she handling it? Was she in tears? Was she angry? I mean, all, all the emotions. Like, mm-hmm. of course she's angry. Of course she's sad. Um, she feels let down. You know, I don't want to, like, speak for her. Yeah. But I know she's going through a lot of emotions about all of it. Mm-hmm. I just feel bad because I knew that she was the one person who deserved, like, out of our season. She truly deserved to have the best results from being the Bachelorette because she was actually there for the right reasons. I was there to have fun. 
She was yeah. there to find a husband. <laughs> well, when she found out, did she believe it initially? She found out the day the People article was released. Did she believe that article? Or was she like, okay, you know, like, she, I'm in the public eye. Here come the people out of the woodworks from the past trying to have their moment. No, she believed it. Why? She believed it because of all the evidence that came with it. And so she felt very deceived. She felt like, you know, he told me some of it, but he didn't tell me the extent of it. And he didn't tell me about the other girl. He told me about the one girl that he had been with. Wait, there and was then, another one? Wasn't there? There were, he, Apparently he had this relationship with this one girl, maybe not official relationship. I don't even know what. And then he was... Like, cheating on her with another girl. Oh, my God. So, like, the, it just kept being more and more and more. Here's my question. I asked you if Hannah believed the People article when it came out. At that point, had she made a decision on the future of their relationship? Like, right whenever she saw the article? hmm I think that, you know, the thing about Hannah is that she got so empowered with like on The Bachelor. Like she started off very, very, you know, shy and kind of quiet and unsure about herself. And she found herself on The Bachelor and she became this amazing, strong woman. She became The Bachelorette. That fueled her fire. She became so much stronger, like a rock star. She knew what she wanted. She wasn't afraid to confront people about what she wanted. Um, And she wasn't going to put up with any shit. So whenever she read that People article and she had all of this evidence laid out in front of her about what had happened. At that point, she said, like, you know, I, I imagine she would think, I could give in and try to make this work, or I could stay true to who I found out that I am, and I can be a rock star, and I can feel good about myself knowing that I'm walking away from something that is false. Like, there's already lies here. I'm not going to tolerate that, you know? Like, yeah. there's dishonesty, like, this isn't what I want, and I'm not going to settle for it, even if I, you know, I want to have that romantic ending and I want to have that happy ending. I'm not going to settle for that, and I'm going to continue to be this new strong woman that I am and fully embrace that. Demi, thank you so much for joining us on our show. Yes, we are thank so you. happy to have you. Of course, I loved being here. Y'all are amazing. All right, Rachel, now we got to get to the heavy stuff. What did you think about Jed tonight? I thought that Jed did the best that he could do. Right, which which really wasn't much. All he could do at this point was apologize. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the only card he had to play. And he apologized to everybody. P- apologized to Hannah, her family, Bachelor Nation, his family. I mean, y- you really kind of feel sorry for him. I mean, granted, he's, this is his fault. This is his own doing. He's digging his own grave. But, I mean, he did the best that he could do. Apologize I- and move on. Surely he didn't think he was going to get Hannah back. Yeah, and I honestly, I mean, he did the best he could do because, mm-hmm. I mean, Jed has not had much emotion or per- personality. I mean, I feel mean saying that um, the entire season. He's shown almost no Allie, emotion. Be mean. No, I can't be, be mean. mean. It's okay. I can't. I just, <laughs> it's okay. Be mean. <laughs> I can't. I like to think, I don't know. It's weird. When you become a parent, Rachel, when you and Brian start cranking up those babies, you're going to understand. But... Um, <laughs> I just feel like we saw nothing from him. There wasn't a single tear. He kept saying, yes, I'm still in love with you. But she's basically saying it's over. I'm done. And nothing, not a tear, not like a quiver of the lip, like nothing. I just don't buy that. Like, I feel like he did what he needed to do. But I think at this point, like Jed doesn't love her, in my opinion. I don't think that he does anymore. I think he's so probably deep down very angry that he got caught. Um, I believe that. Yeah. So I think it was a little bit of a show, to be honest. Um, He put on a little show, but he did say what he needed to say. Um, And I appreciate that he just took complete ownership, like you said, and apologized to the families because that's a huge part of this. But one thing, you know, that I have to say is Hannah was incredible tonight. I mean, We've talked about this, Rachel, the progression of Hannah throughout the season. And I have never seen her so poised and articulate and just the grace that she showed Jed. Like one of the things that I told you really upset me about her um, and in general, like I've talked about publicly and been critical about her about this season is that I felt like a lot of times she made the show about her. I mean, the show is 
her season, but she didn't, she made the relationships about her rather than making them about her and the men or her and the man she was with. Um, whereas tonight we saw her have so much grace for Jed. Like she kept saying, I feel for you. I don't want you to hurt. Like that's a completely different side of Hannah. And we have seen her turn into like this incredible woman, which I was just so happy to see. Yeah, I really like the way that she said she was hurting, but she knows that he's hurting too. Yeah. And she has her own critics, as does he. Mm -hmm. But I like that she was very matter of fact. And you could tell that she's cried her last cry and she has moved on. She has grown. And like she said, she's she has learned from this experience that although it didn't work out the way that she wanted to, she's learned something about herself. And she is way more aware. And I think we could all turn back and look at that one relationship where maybe we were going through it blindly, but when it ended, it was as if the lights came on. And we learned so much about ourselves and we knew what we wanted out of the next relationship. Mm -hmm. And Hannah's going to be so much better for the next man because of the heartache that she went through with Jed. Yeah, it was so hard to watch. Like, when he first came out, just seeing her fighting back the tears. Like, there are a lot of moments in the Bachelor world, I will say, seem forced to me. Like, for instance, wherever, whenever somebody on the show, like, says I love you for the first time, I'm always like, oh, Like, it just doesn't seem <laughs> genuine. It's like they feel like they have to say it. It's all weird and awkward. But, man, what we saw from her and, like, not not him, but her was just real, raw, genuine emotion. Um, can we give a shout-out to the ruthless audience at AFR? I mean, the three claps that Jed, that Jed got when he walked out on stage, it was, I, I mean, I laughed out loud. I mean, nobody was clapping for Jed. Everybody was supporting Hannah on Hannah's side. Just, they were savage. They were completely savage when it came to Jed. Yeah, so it, totally. Part I mean, of me, but what, what else were they going to do? You know, I mean, I guess you could have given him like a little bit of an applause, but like people are upset with him. But what, another thing, speaking of clapping, when some people started to clap when she was kind of putting him in his place I guess a little bit I don't know that's not really the right way I want to say it but I love that she said no don't clap this is sad and yeah. I just I that again shows so much maturity on her side and I've been waiting to see that from her all season and I'm just so proud of her like, I feel like a proud bachelorette mama like yay no, you're right and that was the moment where it's also like it's not just pure entertainment Feelings are involved. Mm -hmm. People are hurt. Are hurt. Emotions are running high. People were clapping because it was entertaining, and she shut them down. Like this is my life, and that is what people won't remember. And I truly hope that, you know, for her tomorrow when she's doing these media rounds, it's going to be tough, mm -hmm. and people are going to come at her so many different ways, and aren't going to have the same grace since that seems to be a theme in this finale that Chris Harrison had for her and questioning her yeah. and so I really hope that she is able to you know empower herself and use that strength that she's found through this season as she's going into these interviews because she's doing it alone and that's tough yeah well she should just come on our podcast and we will show her that grace <laughs> and yeah, have girl, a lot of fun and a few drinks podcast. too <laughs> well Rachel oh my gosh the season is over but the podcast has just begun Ooh, next I week it's all about that. bachelor in paradise I cannot wait and we have more incredible guests. Yes, we have so many exciting guests coming in Paradise, and we're going to kick it off on a high note. We've got Demi coming back to talk about Paradise and her groundbreaking you know, experience in Paradise. I cannot wait to hear everything that she's going to say when it comes to that. Then we've also got Kaylin coming up. Kaylin was involved in quite a bit of drama in Paradise, and I can't wait to get her take on it. Quite a bit. A, a, a boatload of drama. See? <laughs> so uh, I look at me wait. being nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Bachelor in Paradise is going to be so good, guys. So make sure that you come right back here next week to hear our next podcast. We're so happy you're here. And cheers. Cheers, Rachel, to you. Cheers to Bachelor oh. Nation. And cheers to Hannah. And don't forget to check out BachelorNation.com where you can find the latest news on all things Bachelor. All right, you guys. So raise your glass because Bachelor Happy Hour is out now. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 